This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 101 is from Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 1. As God's people, we must be careful not to drift away. Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 1. Therefore, we must give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard, lest we drift away. <coughs> as Christians, as God's people, it's very important that we give the most earnest heed to the Word of God. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, at verse 15, it says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. If we are not going to drift away, if we are going to give the more earnest heed to the things that we have heard, we have to study the Word of God. We have to get into it. We have to know it so that we will be approved of by God and be able to rightly divide the Scriptures. Therefore, we must give the more earnest heed to the things that we have heard. In Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, it says, Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. We build faith in our life by studying His Word. And the more of his word we study, the more faith we build in our lives. Therefore, we must give the more earnest heed to the things that we have heard. In Acts chapter 17 and verse 11, the Bible says, These were more noble than those in Thessalonica, and that they received the word with all readiness of heart, and searched the scriptures daily to see if those things were so. They were more noble than those in Thessalonica, because they received the word with all readiness of of heart. They were ready to accept what the word was saying, even if it meant change, even if it meant they needed to repent in their lives. In Acts 17 and verse 30 and 31, it says, Truly, this time of ignorance God once overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent, for he's appointed a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness. They were ready. They were ready to repent. They were ready to change their lives with what the Word of God says. These were more noble than those in Thessalonica in that they received the Word with all readiness of heart and searched the Scriptures daily to see if those things were so. Therefore, Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 1, Therefore we must give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard, lest we drift away. If we are not giving heed to the things that we've heard, if we're not building faith in our life by studying His Word and allowing His Word to change our hearts, allowing His Word to tell us how to live, then we're going to drift away from God. Just as a boat drifts away from the dock if it's not anchored to the dock. We need to anchor ourselves to the dock. The dock is Jesus Christ. And we do this by studying His Word and by being careful to give the more earnest heed to the things that we have heard. As God's people, we must be careful not to drift away. It is very possible If we don't anchor ourselves to Christ by study and application of his word, that we will drift away from him. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 24 through 27, Paul said this, Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it, and everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. 
Therefore I run thus, not with uncertainty. Thus I fight not as one who beats the air. But I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. If Paul was to become disqualified, he would have drifted away from God. But he said, I discipline my body and I bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself might be disqualified. Just as a runner practices for the races, just as he trains his body to be prepared for running the race, so Paul trained his body to be prepared to follow Christ. He disciplined his body and he brought it into subjection. He trained by studying, by knowing God's word, and by applying God's word to his life so that he would be ready to be a Christian. But I discipline my body and I bring it into subjection. When I have lest when I have preached to others, I myself might be disqualified. If he was disqualified, then he would not be going to heaven. He would not be a winner of the race and able to receive the crown which does not perish, which is going to heaven. So he disciplined himself. He sacrificed so that he would be able to run the race. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1-5, through 5, the Bible says, Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preached to you, which also you, you received and in which you stand, by which also you are saved if you hold fast that word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you, first of all, that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the Scriptures, and that he was seen by Cephas, then by the twelve. In verses 1 and 2 of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, it says, Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preached to you, which also you received, and in which you stand, by which also you are saved, if you hold fast that word which I preached to you. I like the King James Version here. If you keep in memory, instead of saying hold fast, it said if you keep in memory the, that word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. Believing in vain is like drifting away. It's also like what Paul said, being disqualified. He disciplined his body and he brought it into subjection, lest when he had preached to others, he himself might be disqualified. If you believe in vain, then you're going to be disqualified. And the way that 1 Corinthians 15 verses 1 and 2 say you believe in vain is if you don't hold fast that word which I preached, the word that Paul preached to them, which according to Romans chapter 1 and verse 16, Paul told the church at Rome, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. You see, that word which he preached that we are to hold fast to or to keep in our memory is the power of God unto salvation. Without it, we believe in vain. But if we hold on to the gospel, which I preached to you, Paul said, which you also received and in which you stand by which also you are saved, if you hold fast to it, or if you keep it in your memory. Keeping it in your memory is memorizing it, understanding it, and being able to use it in your life. If you go to college, but you don't memorize the things that you're working on, what good will they be when you graduate and you go out into the world? You see, you will have went to college in vain. 
because you did not hold fast what you studied. And it's the same way with God's Word, unless we hold fast to it so that we can put it into practice in our lives. If we, unless we keep it in our memory, we're going to believe in vain. We're going to drift away. As God's people, we must be careful not to drift away. And we do this by keeping His Word in our memory, holding fast to it so that we do not believe in vain. In First Corinthians I'm sorry, in 2 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 5, it says, Examine yourselves as to whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you? Unless indeed you are disqualified. Remember going back to 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, But I discipline my body and I bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself might be disqualified. And then going forward into 2 Corinthians chapter 13, he uses this word disqualified again. Examine yourselves as to whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you? Unless indeed you are disqualified. Test what you're doing. See if it matches up to what God's word says. In Colossians chapter 3 and verse 17, it says, For whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord, giving thanks to God the Father through him. In the name of the Lord is by his authority. And so we need his authority for everything in our lives, for everything that we do. This is why we have to keep it in our memory. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 and 2. So that we can examine ourselves, examine our faith, and test ourselves to see if the works that we are doing, if they're right or if they're wrong. And if they're wrong, we need to get rid of them. We need to stop doing that which is wrong and do that which makes us approved of by God. Second Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. If we're not examining ourselves to see whether we're in the faith, if we're not testing ourselves, then do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you? If we're not testing ourselves so that we know that we're doing right, then we can be disqualified. We can drift away. We can believe in vain. And so we need to be very careful as God's people to make sure that we're in the faith. As God's people, we must be careful not to drift away from him. In Galatians chapter 5, verses 1 through 4, the Bible says, Stand fast. Therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Indeed, I, Paul, say to you that if you become circumcised, Christ will profit you nothing. And I testify again to every man who becomes circumcised that he is a debtor to keep the whole law. You have become estranged from Christ. You who attempt to be justified by the law, you have fallen from grace. And so we see here that it is very possible to fall from grace. To fall from grace would be the same thing as to drift away or to be disqualified or to believe in vain. And so we need to be making sure that we're standing fast. Therefore, in the liberty which Christ has made us free, in John chapter 8 and verse 32, it says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Here in Galatians, these people were telling the others that they needed to be circumcised. These Jews were telling Gentile Christians that they needed to be circumcised, even though the law had passed away. Colossians chapter 2 and verse 14 says it was nailed to the cross, and therefore it died on the cross. And so the law could not save people. The law was not how a person was right with God anymore. Circumcision was not how we're right with God today. 
And so Paul told them in verse 2 of Galatians chapter 5, Indeed, I, Paul, say to you that if you become circumcised, Christ will profit you nothing. And I testify again to you, every man who becomes circumcised, that he is a debtor to keep the whole law. You have become estranged from Christ, you who attempt to be justified by the law. You have fallen from grace. You see, these people needed to be careful not to drift away, not to drift away from the teachings of Christ in the New Testament so that they would become disqualified or so that their faith would be in vain in him. In Matthew chapter 15 and verse 9, it says, In vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrine the commandments of men. And in Galatians chapter 5, verses 1 through 4, this is exactly what they were doing. And they were drifting away from God because they were teaching the commandments of men. We need to know the law. We need to know what God teaches so that we can hold fast to him, so that we don't drift away. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Or in Acts 17.11, these were more noble than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word with a readiness of heart and searched the scriptures daily to see if those things were so. As people preach to us, as people try to teach us, and as we read for ourselves, we need to be studying it so we'll know how to apply it and so that we do not drift away. As God's people, we must be careful not to drift away. In 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 11 and 12, it says, But you, O foolish God, O you, O man of God, I'm sorry, flee these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, gentleness, Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life to which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Paul told Timothy, but you, O man of God, flee these things and pursue righteousness. As we flee sinful things and pursue righteous things, we're not drifting away from God. We're pulling closer to God and drifting away from Satan and things that would tempt us. Pursue righteousness. Pursue being right with God. This is how we hold on to God and do not drift away from Him. This is how we are not disqualified or this is how we truly believe properly and not in vain. As God's people, we must be careful not to drift away. But you, O man of God, flee these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, gentleness. As long as we're pursuing those things, we'll keep ourselves docked to God and not drifting away from him. In Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6, it says, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. If we do not have faith, then faith comes by study of God's word. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Romans chapter 10 and verse 17. If we do not have faith, then we're going to drift away from him. We're going to be disqualified. We're going to have believed in vain if we do not have faith. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. We cannot be approved of by God if we do not have faith. He will not be pleased in us. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, number one, and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Diligently seeking God is keeping yourself from drifting away. As God's people, we must be careful not to drift away. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits 
to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.